Nain Elul, Tes Elul, Tzadik, his conversations, 566. Perfect truth and faith are things which each individual understands according to his personal capacity. So I heard from him directly. 567. The Rebbe once said something that implied that the basic term for holy action is tzedakah, charity. 568. The main source of hope stems from the concept of above time, which the tzaddikim, who are the embodiment of the Mashiach, attain. This I understood from what he said shortly before his death, about how he was now going with his lesson on the verse, I have this day given birth to you, Psalms 2.7, which refers to this concept. To explain this in writing is quite impossible. From what he said, however, I understood that he was referring to the tremendous effort he was making to bring great numbers of people close to God. As yet, he had not had the success he wanted. The opposition and the obstacles, physical and spiritual, were getting more and more powerful and widespread, both in general and in each individual case. Things had reached the point where the strength to resist was faltering, Many had stumbled and fallen as a result. This was the connection in which he said he revived himself with the concept of, I have this day given birth to you. The idea is that God will help us to overcome everything, and in the end, the truth will be revealed. We will all return to God in truth, and the former days will fall away. For all time will cease to be. Everything will be merged in the concept of above time, and there, all will be set right. 569. I heard from the Rebbe that when one formulates original Torah ideas, it is very beneficial to one's departed father and mother. The Rebbe told me he had been speaking with someone who was complaining bitterly to him about how terrible his behavior was. This man wanted very much to draw closer to God and change his behavior for the better. But each time he tried, the temptations grew stronger and stronger. The days had turned into years, and he had still not managed to extricate himself from his bad ways. But each time he would try even harder to control himself, and he was always struggling to get closer to God. As the man complained how terribly he behaved, the Rebbe answered with great wisdom, saying in a tone of sincerity and simplicity, Then I have no one to speak to, because everything is totally bad. At this, the man got excited and said to the Rebbe, But I do try to fight back at times and get closer to what I should be as a Jew. Only the slightest bit, answered the Rebbe. He then told the man to make it a practice to go with the teaching of Azamra, Lakuti Mohoran 1, 282. I understood the Rebbe to mean that this was precisely how he revived this man. He had already fallen so low in his own estimation that it was not possible to revive him with anything. It was only when the Rebbe told him that he was totally bad that he was startled and became excited. It was then that he started feeling a little of the holiness of the good points still inside him. Then the Rebbe told him to go with the lesson of his wisdom. His wisdom. 277. 
The Rebbe said that he never as much drank water before his morning prayers. He was greatly opposed to those who drank coffee and other beverages before praying. 278. The Rebbe said that many sayings in the Zohar were revealed by Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai to his disciples after his death. The Zohar speaks of a Chabura Kadma'a, first edition, and many do not understand what it is. It is mentioned in the Zohar 3.219b on the portion of Pinchas and in several other places. Rabbi Shimon revealed many lessons after his death. The lessons revealed during his lifetime comprised the Chabura Kadma'a, the first edition of the Zohar. It is therefore not surprising that the Zohar and Tikkuni Zohar explain many sayings of Amoraim, masters of the Talmud, who lived many years after Rabbi Shimon passed away. The meaning of these sayings was revealed by Rabbi Shimon after his death, during the lifetime of these Amoraim. Later we found a similar concept in another work. 279. The Rebbe once told me, Un as is is shoin gor shlecht is min zich gar When things are very bad, make yourself into nothing. I asked him, How does one make himself into nothing? He replied, Mefamachta smile, un di oigin is min bittel. You close your mouth and eyes, and you are like nothing. We can gain valuable insights from these words. Sometimes, you may feel overwhelmed by the evil inclination. You are confused and disturbed by evil thoughts that are very difficult to overcome. You must then make yourself like nothing. You no longer exist. Your eyes and mouth are closed. Every thought is banished. Your mind ceases to exist. You have nullified yourself completely before God. Zimrat Ha'ar, it's the Alphabet Book. Repentance, A. 76. When a person begins serving God, the Holy One says to him, I know that your desire and will is to serve me, but what assurances do I have that tomorrow you won't leave me? If so, how can I draw you closer by virtue of your will alone? And how can I immediately reveal hidden things to you? Rather, you must do as follows. Start by showing your love for me in the present situation and perform my mitzvot, even though you do not comprehend them, and serve me with simplicity, without sophistication. After you've done this for some time, I will then believe you, and reveal to you the reason and wisdom behind each and every thing. I will also draw you closer in all kinds of ways, for the extended time you served me previously will guarantee that you won't leave me. 77. The way a person can tell that he truly wants to serve God is that he has no desire for recognition. 78. Whoever doesn't know the way of God should humble himself. 79. By crying out your prayers, God will him Aharon 2, lesson number 48. 4. A person must be extremely obstinate in his service of God, so that he does not slacken in the little bit of spiritual work that he has begun no matter what happens to him. Remember these words well, because when you begin a little bit in the service of God, you will need them very much, since a person must inevitably experience innumerable ups and downs. What is more, it sometimes happens that heaven purposely knocks a person down from his service of God. 
So for all these reasons, a person must strengthen himself with great determination and hold himself in the service of God with nothing but pure obstinacy. And it requires very, very great obstinacy indeed. 5. Sometimes a person is already at the entrance into holiness, but he turns away, because the other side and the evil one then rise up against him with a very great and terrible onslaught. May God save us and they do not allow him to pass through the entrance. Consequently, the person becomes discouraged, and he turns and retreats completely, God forbid. For such is the way of the evil one and the other side. When they see that a person is right there at the gates of holiness and is about to enter, then they assail him with a furious onslaught, may God save us. Therefore, just then, A person must fortify himself with great determination against them to hold his ground and not to pay any attention to the falls and descents he is experiencing. Instead, he must simply do whatever he can in the service of God, and in the course of many days and years he will safely enter with God's help into the gates of holiness. For God is full of compassion and he desires our service very much. You should also know that all of the motions and movements whereby you detach and remove yourself each time some little bit from your physicality in the direction of the service of God, all assemble, combine, and join together, and they come to your aid when you need them. Meaning, when there is, God forbid, some pressing need or time of trouble. This applies both to pressing needs and troubles in the physical realm, as well as those in the spiritual realm, amidst the fierce attacks of the evil one. God's stories, simplicity. God wins battles merely because of the simple folk who recite psalms with simplicity, and not through those who use sophisticated means. A king once went hunting, and he traveled like a simple man so that he would have freedom of movement. Suddenly a heavy rain fell, literally like a flood, The ministers scattered in all directions, and the king was in great danger. He searched until he found the house of a villager. The villager invited the king in and offered him some groats. He lit the stove and let the king sleep on the pallet. This was very sweet and pleasant for the king. He was so tired and exhausted that it seemed as if he never had such a pleasurable experience. Meanwhile, the royal ministers sought the king until they found him in this house, where they saw the king sleeping. They wanted him to return to the palace with them. Letters. Year 1. Letter number 217. With God's help. Monday, Pekude, 5596. My beloved son and dear friend, I received your letter on the fast of Esther, as many of our comrades who were here as guests were gathered around me. I was quite preoccupied with the preparations for Purim, in addition to my nagging anxiety about our enemies, with which you are familiar. May God have compassion and protect my life from the fear of my enemies. In spite of all this, I read your letter carefully. I felt pain at that time that cut me to the quick. But the true, simple, wondrous, and profound methods of the master of true advice fortified me and strengthened me to let the joy of Purim prevail over everything. Thank God we were quite joyful on Purim and on the Shabbat following, 
and I spoke words of truth that flowed forth from the wellsprings of salvation. You will hear a fraction of them from the carrier of this letter. As for your lament, what can I answer you, my dear son? I have already written you so much. You have already heard a great deal, and our books are in your hands. Study them over and over. There you will find strength and encouragement, salvation and solace for everything that you and all of us are going through. You will be one of the hopeful. I was speaking with a person here, and I asked him, Job 15.7, Were you the first person born? This is what Job's friends said to him in response to his bitter complaint. Rashi explains their question, Were you the first person born? To mean, were you born before Adam, the first man, that you know what has happened to every person in the world? Each person can also apply this to what he is going through, both in the area of his physical needs and livelihood, and with regards to his own personality traits and behavior. Were you born before Adam, the first man, that you know what is behind what every person is going through? The whole reason a person comes into the world is to go through all that he must. He has to be strong as a rock and bear everything. Whatever he goes through, he must hope and wait for God, and under no circumstances must he despair of God's mercy. I have already talked about this a great deal, and time does not permit me to elaborate right now. Year 2, letter number 469. I was surprised that you forgot to write regards to me for my son, Yosef Yona, may he live. If it is possible for him to write at least a couple of lines by himself, with someone else's instruction, particularly that of his writing teacher, Reb Moshe, may his light shine, that would be excellent. But at least send greetings from him to me in Uman. Send greetings to my modest wife, Dishel, may she live, and to all my family, may they live. Greetings as well to my son Nachman, may he live. I received your letter, and I was delighted. Be sure to write me in Uman as well. Peace, life, and all good. For God's sake, be diligent in your studies and concentrate when you pray, especially now during the month of Elul and the holy days of awe. Who will not experience fear during these days? It is impossible to write much now. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, my son, that you may enjoy a good end. Nasan, the same. Greetings to my son Yosef Yona, may he live. For God's sake, be a man. You have to know that you are not a little child. Fortify yourself and put your mind into your studies. Concentrate when you pray and pronounce every word clearly. Think about the ultimate goal. I think about you a great deal. But you also have to take pity on yourself, especially during the days of Elul and Rosh Hashanah. The words of your father, waiting to see all of you with all good in this world and the next forever. Shemot Nasadikim the same. Rava Baravhona Zuti, Rava Barula, Rava Zuti, Rava Miparziki, Rava Barzamina, Rava Barhilel, Rava Barabi Hanan, Rava Barav Aza, Rava Barshira. Rava Mikubi, Rava Bar Hanina, Rava Bar Shiva, Rava Bar Yirmiya, Rava Mipashrunya, Rava Bar Shila Sheleta, Rava Bar Zavdi, Rava Bar Ada, Rava Tosfa'a, 
Rava bar Chelkai, Rava bar Liva, Rava bar Tachlifa, Rav Rabba demin Rav, Rabba bar Barchana, Rabba Stam bar Nachmani, Rabba bar Avhuna, Rabba bar Avhuna Zuti, Rabba bar Liva, Rabba bar Avchanan bar Rava, Rabba bar Chanina, Rabba bar Chanana or Chinina or Chanina Sava, Rabba bar Avuha. Rabba Barav Nachman Bar Yaakov, Rabba Bar Shmuel, Rabba Bar Yirmiya, Rabba Bar Yitzchak, Rabba Bar Tovia Bar Yitzchak, Rabba Bar Mamel, Rabba Ben Isay, Rabba Bar Yosef, Rabba Bar Marion, Rabba Bar Zutra, Rabba Bar Shila, Rabba Bar Sheleta, Rabba Bar Shilat, Rabba Bar Shira, Rabba Bar Chia Katusfa'a, Rabba Tosfa'a, Rabba Bar Rav Ada, Rabba Bereder of Idi Bar Aven, Rabba Bar Ula, Rabba Bar Eli, Rabba Bar Ahila, Rabba Bar Yonatan, Rabba Bar Mari, Rabba or Rava Ben Rav Mari Ben Isr Giyora, Rabba Bar Tachlifa, Rabba Mi Pashrunya, Rabba Bar Shumeni, Rabba Bar Ephron, Rabba Bar Matna, Rabba bar Baruna, Rabba bar Chakula, Rabba bar Asabi, Rabba bar Chama, Rabba mi Kubarya, Rabba bar Shimi, Rabba bar Hamnuna, Rabba bar Ami, Rabba bar Nachum, Rabba bar Rabba bar Safra, Rabba bar Rav Kahana, Rabba bar Achita, Rabba bar Aivu, Rabba bar Avin, Rabba bar Avina, Rabba Bar Zavda, Rabba's Prayers Bar 2, Prayer number 44 on the Kutei Moharan 2, 87 and 88. Master of the world, you who are filled with compassion, you reveal to us through your holy sages that the main thing is the rectification of the covenant. That is the principal test and challenge of every person in this world. Solely for this did man come into the world, to be administered this test. If he passes this test and this purification, on which the entire Torah depends, he will succeed in guarding the covenant, which is the foundation of everything. And now, what will I say, and how shall I speak, after I blemished so much of the covenant? Therefore, my words stammer, and I do not know where to begin. But you commanded us through your true tzaddikim to cry out to you always, and to pray and plead before you always whether we are ascending or descending, according to our level. However things may be, we will not be silent. We will not refrain from crying out, calling out, and begging you always, for your kindness has not ended, and your compassion has not ceased. Hashem, our God, you are very great, and your kindness and your compassion are in accordance with your greatness. Just as your greatness has no boundary, so too there is no boundary to your compassion and kindness. Therefore, may it be your will, Hashem our God, and God of our fathers, that you illumine my eyes in your Torah, and guide me and teach me so that I will know, appreciate, and understand the words of your holy Torah. You commanded us to have in mind the mystical intentions of Elul for the sake of the rectification of the covenant. But I am more animal than man, and I lack human understanding. 
I do not know any way at all to have intentions in mind. Have compassion on me for the sake of your name. Sanctify me with your supernal holiness. Open my heart to learn your Torah. Help me and aid me to learn and understand all of the mystical intentions of Elul and all of the teachings related to that. May I find in them a proper and straight path to come close to you always, at all times. May I be an expert in Jewish law, an expert in running to heaven, and an expert in returning to earth, an expert in entering heaven, and an expert in exiting heaven. May I truly and completely fulfill the verse, If I go up to heaven, you are there, and if I lie down in Sha'ol, there you are. May I truly always walk in the paths of repentance. In your compassion, you open your hand and stretch your right hand out to receive penitence. May we draw down all of the rectifications that come about by means of the unifications and mystical intentions of Elul, so that we will quickly attain a complete rectification of the covenant. In your vast compassion, command your holy angels who grasp shofars in their hands, who are in charge of seeking, searching, digging, and burrowing after lost objects, to strive to rectify our souls. May they seek and dig for all of the objects that we lost in our privation from the beginning of our existence to this day as a result of our evil desires, in particular as a result of the blemish of the covenant. May they dig, seek, and quickly find all that we lost in this incarnation and in previous incarnations and return those to us so that our souls will be completely rectified in accordance with your good will. You who are filled with compassion, I am so vastly damaged that I cannot engage at length in this prayer. All of the paper in the world would not suffice to describe the smallest fraction of the supplications, requests, confessions, pleas, appeals, and prayers that I must engage in regarding this matter for my past, present, and future. What can I do, for my words are blocked? Finding a Spouse Regarding this, I come to you, Master of all, you who are merciful to the poor, you who are good and do good to both the wicked and the deserving. Have compassion on all those of your nation, the Jewish people, who are having difficulty finding their marriage partner. Even if a man does find a woman, she thwarts him and is not positively inclined toward him, and there is no peace in their home. May the compassionate one protect us. Have compassion on such a person, as well as on all of the children of your nation, the house of Israel, in the power and merit of the true tzaddikim, who are constantly engaged in our rectification, who have guarded the holy covenant with the ultimate perfection. Have compassion on people in turbulent marriages for the sake of these tzaddikim, and establish peace in their home. Help them and save them. May everyone quickly find the marriage partner that is truly proper for him from heaven. May the wife not oppose her husband at all, but transform her will to his will. May there be no hatred or division between them at all. May they live in love, harmony, and camaraderie, in true peace and tranquility, in accordance with your good will. You who are filled with compassion, have pity, mercy, and compassion on them for your sake, and for the sake of the true tzaddikim. Do not treat the couple in accordance with their transgressions, or recompense them in accordance with their wrongdoing. Rather, 
Treat them with your compassion that goes beyond the letter of the law, just as you always treat all of your creatures with great compassion and kindness. Do so in the merit of our patriarch Abraham, who alluded to this secret, the mystical meaning of Elul, when he sent Eliezer his servant to seek a wife for his son Isaac. In the merit of the tzaddikim who revealed this awesome secret, shield people in contentious relationships, as well as us and our children. Have compassion on all the people of Israel, your nation. Establish peace among all the people of Israel, in particular between husband and wife. Quickly help all of the Jewish people who need to find their true match. May the wife be in accord with her husband's will and not oppose him at all. Rather, transform her will to his in true peace and love, without guile or deceit, without any hatred or division in her heart. And may they conduct themselves with holiness and purity. May many generations emerge from them, living and healthy sons and daughters who will truly do your will, engage in your Torah, and serve you all of their days forever. May they reveal, publicize, and communicate your divinity and sovereignty in the world, as in the verse, Generation to generation will praise your deeds and relate your mighty acts.